Welcome to the Schwab Market Update podcast, where each trading day we recap key market results and statistics. I'm Keith Lansford, and here's a summary of what happened today, Monday, November 6th. The S&P 500 index and other equity benchmarks added modestly to their gains from last week on Monday, but the broader market was mixed as Treasury yields turned higher and investors reassessed the economic and earnings outlook. The S&P 500 gained nearly 6% last week and ended Monday near a three-week high. Overall, it was the market's strongest week so far this year. Top of mind for investors may be a weaker-than-expected jobs report on Friday. On one hand, the slowdown in hiring cemented expectations the Federal Reserve may not have to take interest rates any higher to bring down inflation. However, it also raised the specter of a recession next year, along with potential Fed rate cuts. An uptick in Treasury yields to start the week helped slow some of the bullish momentum, says Nathan Peterson, Director of Derivatives Analysis at the Schwab Center for Financial Research. The 10-year Treasury yield had fallen to a six-week low of 4.5% last week, but was back above 4.6% Monday. Yields creeping higher through the day appeared to provide the permission slip to book at least some profits following last week's rally, Nathan says. The market came into this week overbought, and it's unclear if we're about to shift into a consolidation phase. The market is also waiting for public comments from several Fed leaders this week, including two speeches by Chair Jerome Powell, Nathan adds, noting the market is pricing in greater odds of rate cuts in 2024. The possibility of rate cuts in the May-June time frame in 2024 appears to be growing, but what does that suggest in terms of the health of the U.S. economy, Nathan says. The question remains, can the Fed navigate a soft landing for the economy? Here is where the major benchmarks ended. The S&P 500 index was up 7.64 points, or 0.2%, at 4,365.98. The Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 34.54 points, or 0.1%, at 34,095.86. And the Nasdaq Composite was up 40.5 points, or 0.3%, at 13,518.78. The 10-year Treasury note yield was up about 9 basis points at 4.649%, and SIBO's volatility index, or the VIX, was down 0.02 of a point at 14.89. Oil field services shares and other energy companies were among the weakest performers Monday, despite crude oil futures rising, after Saudi Arabia and Russia reaffirmed commitments to extra-voluntary oil supply cuts until the end of the year. The banking and real estate sectors were also under pressure. Healthcare stocks led gainers as the S&P 500 healthcare index climbed to its highest level in nearly three weeks. The small-cap-focused Russell 2000 index dropped about 1.3%. As far as stocks on the move, Albemarle fell 6.7% after UBS cut its rating on the chemical company's stock to neutral from buy and sharply lowered its price target, citing a greater risk to lithium volume growth. Berkshire Hathaway was 1.5% lower despite the Warren Buffett-owned holding company reporting a jump in operating earnings and record cash holdings. 
Blumen Brands dropped 2.2% after Raymond James downgraded the restaurant company's stock to outperform from strong buy, citing weak traffic and rising costs. Booking Holdings rose 3.9% after D.A. Davidson upgraded the online travel company's stock to buy and added it to its list of top picks. Constellation Energy gained 6.5% after the energy company boosted its profit guidance for the full year. Dish Network tumbled 37% after the company's third-quarter earnings and revenue fell short of analysts' expectations. Dominion Energy rose 4.5% after Barclays upgraded the stock to overweight from equal weight. The energy company also announced a dividend. Hilton Grand Vacations dropped 8.1% after the hotel company said it would acquire Blue Green Vacations Holdings Corp. for about $1.5 billion. Separately, Hilton Grand Vacations reported third-quarter results that included a drop in revenue and a lower full-year earnings outlook. Shares of Blue Green Vacations soared about 107%. Paramount Global fell 7.8% after Bank of America downgraded the entertainment company stock to underperform from buy, citing a lack of opportunities to sell parts of the business, and Solar Edge Technologies sank 5.1% after Wells Fargo downgraded the stock to equal weight from overweight and lowered its price target, citing the company's recent weak guidance for the fourth quarter. More than 1,500 companies are expected to report quarterly results this week, according to NASDAQ. Top names on Tuesday's lineup include Gilead Sciences, Occidental Petroleum, Uber Technologies, and UBS AG. Honda Motor and Walt Disney are expected to report on Wednesday, and AstraZeneca PLC on Thursday. With many companies reporting stronger-than-expected results, the market is on track to break a three-quarter earnings recession during which profits shrank on a year-over-year basis. Through the end of last week, 82% of S&P 500 companies had reported earnings per share results above Wall Street's third-quarter estimates, according to FactSet. The 10-year average is 74%. Analysts now expect third-quarter S&P 500 earnings growth of 3.7%, up from 2.6% a week ago. Eight of 11 sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, with about 80% of earnings season done. Upcoming addresses by Powell at a conference in Washington, D.C. Wednesday morning, as well as a separate panel Thursday afternoon, and other Fed officials could offer clues about the direction of interest rates. Last Wednesday, the Federal Open Market Committee concluded a two-day policy meeting by opting to leave its benchmark funds rate unchanged at 5.25% to 5.50% as expected. The market widely believes the FOMC will leave rates on hold following its December 12th and 13th meeting, but any tough talk about inflation in the meantime could prompt a quick reassessment. For example, some Fed officials could seek to temper some of the enthusiasm that was generated by what many analysts saw as somewhat dovish comments from Powell last week in a post-FOMC press briefing. Regardless, Cooper Howard, a fixed-income strategist at the Schwab Center for Financial Research, suggests it would be premature to start thinking about rate cuts. We expect Fed speakers this week to reiterate the message that they can be patient in determining the path for interest rates, Cooper says. The bar for any additional rate hikes this tightening cycle is high, 
but we believe it's too early to begin projecting rate cuts. Late Monday, futures trading suggested a 90% probability the Fed will keep its benchmark lending rate unchanged in December, down from 95% at the end of last week, according to the CME FedWatch tool. The same indicator also reflects scaled-up expectations the Fed will lower rates by the middle of 2024. Odds of at least a quarter-point cut in May were just over 54%, according to the FedWatch tool. This has been the Schwab Market Update Podcast. To stay informed, visit schwab.com slash market update or follow the show for free in your favorite podcasting app. And if you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a reading or a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. Join us for another update tomorrow. For important disclosures, see the show notes and schwab.com slash market update podcast.